Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 when was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than copper top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Hey, everyone, this is John Roca. You know me, the outlaw. Well, I got something to tell you. You got to watch Unsolved Mysteries free on Pluto TV. Watch 24-7 episodes of the classic true crime show featuring Robert Stack on its own channel. You remember that show? I love it. He'd come in with that trench coat, be like, hey, Unsolved Mysteries. Pluto TV is free TV with over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand all for free. No credit card needed. No sign-up. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again. Download Pluto TV for free on all your favorite devices today. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of Collided Body Slam Smackdown Live Recap. I'm doing the woos. 
Because Lord Almighty did Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch have themselves a nice little back and forth. And I wouldn't imagine, I, I, I bet Paige was a little bit jealous that she's no longer in the mix for that kind of stuff. So anyway, a lot of stuff to happen in SmackDown. AJ Styles, we had a battle royal. We're going to talk about a great tag team match. We're going to talk about it all today. I am John Roca, one of the hosts here uh, on Collider uh, Body Slam, joined as always by uh, my co-host here, Ryan Satin, the CEO of Pro Wrestling Sheet. How are you, man? I am doing good. Thank you for asking. I like that you had to get yourself amped yeah. to, to get in it with the woo. I like you had to like wake yourself up, kind of. Yeah. Like, woo! Let's do this. I get myself psyched. I get myself psyched into things. This is how I do my workouts in the locker room. If you see the annoying guy at the gym going, "Okay, let's get out there and lift some weights," that's me. That's me. It's annoying as hell. Um, <laughs> at least you're in the gym. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't fair. have seen those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Um, Ryan Satin, this SmackDown, overall, I will say before we start, so much more enjoyable than Raw. Uh, I don't know how they can possibly have such a Jekyll and Hyde company uh, as they do in this situation now. Especially with the same team that, yeah. that, that's doing is, both shows. Is Vince not involved with SmackDown? No, he is. He is? Yeah, of course. Then what is happening here? I, I just don't understand. You know, to be honest with you, I, you know, in you know, I you know, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about it a little, you know, upon discussing the show that it yeah. that it felt that yesterday's show did feel like the sorry raw yeah did feel like the point of it was to um, show that like the raw side of things is in chaos. The heels are running amok. Like who's gonna stop them? Yeah. So yeah, it sucked. But I think it was almost like. Not, I don't want to say they, necess- they put on a crappy show on purpose, yeah. but like I do think that 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 storyline, you know, was you know that that was the running theme. That's the story they were trying to play out, whether you enjoyed it or not. We all didn't. Most people didn't. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't. You know, I don't think you know SmackDown doesn't have the same chaos going on mm-hmm. right now. It's got a it's got a much more uh, concise um, feel to it. Yeah. That, that that doesn't feel necessarily like it's. Um, Insulting your intelligence mm-hmm. at all, or or uh, you know, changing its mind every week or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it is a weird. It's a weird disconnect, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, I loved it. SmackDown was great. Yeah, I, I, yeah SmackDown was very easy to get through. Good matches, uh, fun storyline progression, yeah. um, all around. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, even the people I wouldn't normally like, <laughs> I, I, I I enjoyed it on the show. So yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. We start off here in the ring with Paige. Doing her thing, announcing SmackDown, say blah, blah, and then brings out the man, uh, the uh, last kicker, uh, relentless uh, Becky Lynch. She comes Who has out. new uh, Titantron stuff. New Titantron stuff. Did you notice that? Yeah. How it had the whole I'm the man thing on it now? That's a pretty big That's That's, that's pre- huge. It's a pretty big deal, but the way that, I mean, like, we say that, I, I know, look, I get yeah. that it's just Titantron scre- you know, graphics on a screen. But the fact that they're going full force, that they're, they're getting behind the whole the man thing on TV, I think it says a lot. Yeah. You know, I think they're they're really they're 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 back in Becky Lynch. It's the rare star, if, uh, and maybe some of you are new to professional wrestling. It's the rare star that gets multiple Titantrons. It's the rare star. You don't get a lot of different Titantrons through the process, you know. Uh, and so it says something about Becky that she's able to ha- get one of these in this situation. And it was weird. The way she came out, didn't she come out like a heel? So there's a little bit of a face bend to her this time around that maybe they're kind of leaning into. She comes out, she talks, says what she has to say, says how she's been off the shelf, but now she's back. She's back in the game, doing her thing, going to get going, uh, going to get back into this mix and everything like that. Then she calls out Charlotte. And then Charlotte comes down also somewhat of a semi-face kind of interest, smiling, walking down the ramp, pointing at people, doing her thing, gets in the ring, and they have a bit of a back and forth. Brother, she just can't compete with Becky, in my opinion, in terms of the, the promo back and forth. Becky was schooling her, which is so surprising to see this happen. And I think Paige was certainly sitting there in between them enjoying the situation. Don't you think? Yeah, when I was watching it, it's funny that you said that uh, at the top of the show. You said like Paige had to have been a little... Jealous, yeah, professional and, uh, jealousy. Totally, not mean. Not anyway. mean. No, 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 no. Um, but I, I kind of, I, I had a similar vibe where I was thinking, I said, like, ah, it's got to be rough. Like you hear Daniel Bryan talk about when he was on the show, yeah. and how hard it was just to stand ringside and watch two people do what, what, what he loves. Oh yeah. Um, and I don't. That's why I can't watch Smowdown matches sometimes when I'm, I'm not competing. It drives me insane. <laughs> anyway. uh, so yeah, you know, I think that I, she, there had to be a little bit of that in there. I, I, I felt the same thing while watching. Like, ah oh, man, I just wish Paige could just. 
yeah. kick both of these girls in the face just for fun, you know? Yeah, you know. But but yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly in the fact mm-hmm. that um this was a it was fun segment. It was mm-hmm. it was tense, it was real good. Um I liked the whole like, you know, before you were copying the man or before you were copying your old man, now you're copying the man yeah. or whatever she said like that. I was like, Oh, that was a good line. That was right. that, that was well done, that whole part. Um and really I like just in general, I mean Look at the. You can't deny that like the women do get a, a lot of the time on SmackDown yeah. to kind of like people complain about they're not being you know women storylines in the past. I mean the women open the show and they close the show this yep. week, which yep. was pretty cool. I thought. Um, but yeah, Becky being back, you mentioned the fact that they both kind of had different vibes. The character. Yeah. Um, I agree with you with Becky. It felt like it does feel like they're. They're pulling back on the heel nature of yeah. it and more leaning into, like, a face who just tells it like it is, which I'm cool with, too, you know? Yeah, if they don't regress her back to being full face. I do worry about that. If they do that bullshit, I think people should revolt in the stands. I know you don't like fans taking control <laughs> of shows, but at every show, at every stop, the fans should take rip it back out of control. Because that is, if they start te- tearing Becky down to push Flair up, to put Charlotte Flair up because she's their legacy person, then there's a frustration and an anger from a true wrestling fan about what's happening. Well, I don't want to say true wrestling fan. I don't want to do it. But like, it just frustrates me as a lover of professional wrestling to see that happening because she. this was organic. This grassroots thing is so rare in wrestling. And when it happens, people ride that wave and love it. The problem is what we've seen recently is the WWE gets upset about it because it's not in their plans. They don't want to improvise. They'd rather like fit, shove that square peg into the round hole and fans get upset about it and then they don't understand why fans are upset about it. It's like, no, they have a right. This is your product. They have a right to have an issue with it. Well, I almost wonder if that's where they're going with this triple threat match thing because I mm-hmm. w- almost, you know, whenever I see a triple threat match, I go, well, there is an easy out. Yeah. Becky doesn't have to be, you know, doesn't have to be the actual loser of right, the match. Right. Um, so I almost wonder if, like, if something sneaky will happen there, like Charlotte beats Asuka yeah. or Oscar beat Charlotte, and then they go. It's one of those tricky things. One of those tricky things where they go. Well, you can't. You wanted Oscar to be champion. Yeah, you've been mad. Every one of y'all been saying exactly. Every one of you guys been saying oh. push Oscar, push Oscar, yeah. push an Oscar, and you go. Well, come on, don't. Come on, yeah. you know, like yeah, that's <laughs> we were not saying that when we didn't it. have Becky right. that we were all loving right, right, right now, when when the entire arena wasn't behind Becky, you know. So yeah, I, and this is just me obviously speculating, but like, oh, it feels that way, but it always me. feels that way yeah. when I see something like that, you know. So um, yeah, I, I because I do know that like from what I'd heard, mm-hmm. the plan was to get to Becky versus Oscar WrestleMania, but like, and I'd heard that you know back when this you know heel turn first kind of started, yeah. Um, and now that we're like kind of having Oscar injected, I'm wondering if they're still going that way, and that's why Oscar's being injected. Yeah, yeah. And then Becky is mad that Oscar didn't actually pin the man, and they go that way for the next few months, mm-hmm. which I'm cool with. It would be Oscar getting revenge for Charlotte beating her and stopping her streak that she did. Getting the title and then becoming champion. And then what happens here? Do we do the Royal Rumble route where Becky goes now and wins the Royal Rumble? Then she challenges Ronda at WrestleMania. And that's true and because then Charlotte then, fights Oscar. It's a good point because then Becky goes, "Do I want my title, my yeah. SmackDown title, where that you know where I've called home, or do I want that match that that I know I could have won?" And, yeah. and that's a fun. That, that's a fun who. Who you know? Who's gonna get it? Type yeah. thing. And honestly, with Becky being so popular right now, it would make sense for Becky to win the Women's Royal Rumble, right? And she can't do that while she's champion. Exactly. So, I don't know. I, I don't think I'd hate. And I, we've already now skipped ahead to us. Yeah, I know. We'll talk winning about the Rumble. I'm sorry. The right. Battle Royal. I'm sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but it's a good conversation it's, to start off with. It's funny because I didn't. I, you know, the wheels are turning in my head as I'm talking, and you were t- talking yeah. it out. I guess. I yeah, that, that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. You know, it's that, certainly possible. Yeah, yeah. And but I did like this opening promo. Yeah. Got very effective. Um Becky schooled her though, man. Yeah. Br- Br- Charlotte Flair looked like that person who's oh yeah? Well what about this? And you're just like, man, you just don't just stop. But Becky's making everyone look like That's that. That's what I'm saying. You know, on know. social media, I'm like, I would never want to <laughs> to, to, to start a thing with I, yeah. I wouldn't want Becky Lynch. To, I wouldn't want me in the crosshairs of yeah. Becky Lynch because yeah. I was like, man, she's so good at just like making someone look so dumb in, mm-hmm. in, in, in a heartbeat. Like she posted this on um. Well, the kids say fire. 
The fu- yes, she yeah, she's she's got fire. She um I love she always keeps changing her Twitter bio yeah. to say funny things. So now it says that for her location, it says uh, 100,000 steps ahead of the rest. <laughs> and then for the bio, it says, um, I hug people I don't like when I'm concussed. <laughs> Recent- <laughs> Recently broke myself out of Dr. Jail. Am the best. Mm-hmm. But I love that she's trying to retcon the the hug a little bit in her bio. Yeah, yeah. You know? like smart. A, hey, I was concussed. I don't know what I was doing. Oh, I still it. hate her. You know, <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, well done, well yeah. done, Becky yeah. Lynch. Well, they set up there like a uh, uh, Ryan was set up, set up uh, uh, the announcement that from Page that there'll be a TLC match for the title. That's going to happen December sixteenth, right around the corner. It's going to be a triple threat match, and it becomes a triple threat match because. As this whole back and forth was going on, all of a sudden we heard Mandy Rose's music. This is interesting. They're pushing Mandy now. But she's getting a legit she's push. Getting push. She's getting a push. Zelina came out. The Iconics came out for whatever reason. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville all came out uh, and said that they're being overlooked. It's not fair what's happening to them. They want to be considered in this situation as well. And not to be outdone, then Naomi's music hit. Naomi comes out with Asuka, Carmella, and Lana. And they also say they want to be part of this mix and blah, blah, blah. And Becky has a great reaction. She's like, just line them up and I'll knock, you, I'll knock, your, I'll knock all the heads off you dopes. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, it's just fascinating to watch this whole thing as Becky reacts to situations like that. And they got to keep her in this place. they got to keep her in that stone cold place. If you start moving her into that Cena place, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. So I love that this happened. And and so within the page announces a battle royal for the end of the show with all these women together and the winner will be uh, the third entrant in the triple threat match for the title. And so, uh, can I, I talk? Like Man, you know, Mandy mm-hmm. is a star. Yeah, Mandy. You know, we'll she, see. We'll see. She's. I mean, she's not there yet. Wise, yes. I'm just saying she has the tools. She does. She's got the tools. Mm-hmm. She's persevered. Yep. That she easily could have given up. There's so many times oh, really? where people. Well, she was on tough enough. There's not. You know, oh, she's yeah. one of those tough enough people right. that you know that recent cast. You know, a lot of them have really stuck around mm-hmm. and done stuff mm-hmm. and. You know, Mandy Rose was 100% the one that people thought was just doing it because she's a fitness model. Oh, and yeah. For the attention. Totally. Sure. It was like a reality show. Yeah. And I, myself included, when I watched the show, I was like, oh, no. Uh, God, I don't remember her name anymore. Sarah oh, – what was her name? Um, oh, I didn't watch it. So, uh, no. I'm so mad I don't remember her name. Uh-huh. Sarah, Sarah – Was it Tough Enough? Was that what it was? Yeah, it was Tough Enough. And it, it was the same okay. thing as the, the – uh, trying to remember the name. Okay. Sarah, Sarah Lee. Some, Sarah Lee. There okay. we go. I was gonna say it was the name of the the brand of food. Sarah Lee. <laughs> yeah. It, and honestly, I was like, oh, Sarah Lee seems like a Sarah Lee seems like someone yeah. who cares about this. I remember the time thinking that, like, oh, Sarah Lee, Sarah Lee, yeah. Sarah Lee seems like she cares. And look at Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. Mandy Rose. <laughs> she's stuck it out, man. Like yeah. she has shown that she cares about wrestling, that she's dedicated to this, mm-hmm. and she's killing it now. She kills it on the mic. Yeah. She was good in the Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I just tweeted it before we walked in here, but like, because I was finishing the show, but she's got like, she actually does a V trigger, the, the Kenny Omega knee that mm-hmm. he's kind of made popular lately. She does a great, just, I mean, that, I'm not, she's not Kenny Omega, but like, she does it very well. You're like, man, that's a killer V trigger, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. Man, hell yeah, go Mandy! So like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have expected myself to be such a huge Mandy fan, mm-hmm. but she, yeah, I, she's clearly they, they, they have plans for her going mm-hmm. forward. Like mm-hmm. they, they clearly are are in the Mandy Rose yeah. department. Well, the thing is interesting, and you watch these fitness models come into the situation. Alexa Bliss being another one, and you look at the old pictures of Mandy in on Tough Enough. They're both, uh, wait, they're both thinner. Because uh, they're fitness models, right? They have to like emaciate themselves and get. So the WWE, I think, is a, a kind of a quietly positive thing that they let these women put on the weight and and look like they can handle what they're doing in the ring, right? And so the scene too is funny to see his bodybuilding yeah, days right, too back there when he's like just like so rippled and it's crazy. Yeah, and then what he became, right? Yeah. And Mandy, Mandy's a stronger, physically stronger person than what you saw in Tough Enough. You can see that evidently. Alexis the same way. I think Alexis like, coming picked towards someone up and had them in the p- pile drive position like yeah. walked across the ring with him and then tried to toss him over the rope i was like 
Whoa, that's like some Bianca Belair strength. Like, go, go, Mandy. Yeah, yeah I like it. Once she gets better in the ring, she will be something She's interesting to find. She's not that bad in the ring, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, you know, <laughs> you got to get quick. to that spot. <laughs> I'm not saying yeah. that. No, no. She's not like in the Iconics I follow category. Mandy. Oh, God, Jesus Christ, no. I follow Mandy, and I on social media, I've said this numerous times, and, and Sonya. So I champion them both. No, you do. I like that they got shots to be in the, which we'll talk about later in the Battle Royal. But yeah. first. And I like the Iconics. I'm talking about him. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, like yeah, the Iconics. Yeah, yeah. Wrestlers. The Usos, <laughs> the Usos uh, answered the uh, the challenge from the bar, the open challenge from the bar. They went at this was a fun ass yeah. match to watch. Once again, the Usos. I hated them in their initial incarnation. See what they are now is so much fun. I was this close on Black Friday to getting a day one ish shirt. I was this close. I bought four of them. It was not one of those ones that I bought, but I almost bought the Christmas one too. Oh yeah, the Christmas would have been. It fun. says like. Day twenty five ish or whatever or something like that. Oh, I might do that. That's pretty I, good, maybe right? Maybe I'll break down and do that one. But I, I got a, I got a, a, an Alma shirt. I got a Rusev shirt. Oh, nice. I got the a Rusev Sasha. day. Yeah, Rusev. Nice. Finally, I got the, I got a Sasha shirt, and I can't remember what the fourth shirt was, but I bought them. I was like, I gotta have these shirts because they were a good price on yeah. Black Friday. So anyway, this I really enjoyed this match. So I, heard, I saw some pushback online about this match. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is a fun ass. The Usos match. in the bar. Yeah, I, some people were like, oh, again, or what? Is well, this okay, so okay, I was but gonna it's say, fun to watch. Well, I was gonna say this, like, uh, you know, our, during the Raw recap, I mentioned, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think it's only fair to mention that I said. One oh, of my yeah. one of my biggest gripes is the repeated matches. Because yeah. I feel like I'm not going to see anything different than I didn't see in the last ten matches mm-hmm. by them. And I will say that yes, we have seen the Bar versus the Usos a few times, right. um, not on the level of those matches that we saw on Raw this week of that of that right. magnitude. Right. Um, and, and and aside from that, mm-hmm. I really do think that the Usos and the Bar, because they know and and, and New Day and and and. Those three largely are the main ones that you saw. Yeah. I think those three have such chemistry in the ring together, like mm-hmm. similar to um, like the Dudleys and Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys oh, yeah, yeah. back in the day. Like those three teams have such chemistry together mm-hmm. that I'm cool with watching so many iterations yeah. of those people against each other. That like I'll let it slide a little bit because there's so few tag teams. Like when I'm watching the main, you know, when I'm watching singles matches, mm-hmm. I think it's unfair. You yeah. know, there are people that they could have used. There are tons of singles wrestlers. Right. Right. Do I think that there are tons of tag teams available at their disposal? No, there are a couple that are that are not being used, like right. Sanity and stuff like that. But um, and Dwayne and Lane or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but I just think that there's so there's that, and mm-hmm. also the Usos and and the Bar did such a good job of trying. To make this match stand out from not stand out, just do things that are different than that than what you've seen them do in the other matches. Yeah, I think yeah, there yeah. was a lot of that, like so many cool uppercuts, so many yep. cool, um, just fun moments. I, I really think there was a lot of um, uh, innovative spots in the match. Like mm-hmm. I enjoyed the hell out of this match. Yeah. I really think that all four of those guys. Um, even Sheamus are, are just working at a great at a, at a very high level right now. Yeah, I agree. I think, and, and you bring up the Sheamus situation. That's a good thing to bring up because you got Sheamus is more of a power wrestler, right? Big moves, what have you. And that's be, what I meant by that. Yes. Yeah, he's not going to give you a methodical match. Yeah, he's you're not, not seeing like high spots from Sheamus exactly, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But Cesaro compliments him in that way. Totally. So when you see the the Usos who are high flyers in larger bodies because of their tolerance, with they but they've got those cruiserweight mentalities when they wrestle. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And so the the match is always fast moving, fast paced, a lot of near misses, things that are believable when they go to, for the pins that you could go, oh, this, so it's a, that is good chemistry and good even, work. Even the finish, yeah, the finish was great. I was, gonna, you know, I I, I was going to say I, I wouldn't have liked the champions losing, right? But I was like, you know what, pretty good finish. Yeah. Like, it was, it was like. Yeah, it's one of those words like it wasn't like an unbelievable roll up or mm-hmm. something like that. He's like, you know, right? It was after like the multiple tags yeah. and then he did the splash, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like I was like, I like this. Like this was this was believable to me. Like they they rocked this. They had a they had a competitive match. Yep, and then they did a bunch of trickery, you know, tag team trickery. Yeah, where they rocked the opponent so much to where the guy was knocked out, even yeah. if he's one of the top guys. That makes sense to me. Exactly. Like I, I, I was cool then, especially since the Usos are former champions. Yes, um, they're they're a great tag team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I personally. Had no problem with this match. I loved. I enjoyed it. A I'm lot. starting to quietly become a, a big fan of them and the wanting them to have the belts. I've always been an Usos fan, yeah, yeah. even okay. during the uh, the oh days. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, I always like the Usos, and, and yeah. I also think it has to do with like Total Divas. I really do think it has oh, a lot to do with Total Divas. Okay. Like you never got to see you. I shouldn't say we don't anymore. For a long time, you didn't get to see the Usos' personalities. Mm-hmm. I think that it really was watching um, Jimmy yeah. for the most part on yeah. Total Divas, where I was like. This guy's awesome. Like this guy is cool. Like I want to hang with this guy. This guy's this guy's rad. You yeah. know. And then it was like I already liked their wrestling, mm-hmm. but it was like they're seeing their personality and and how he you know his relationship with Naomi and stuff like that. Like really did make me become a fan of just like him personally. Yeah. And so um, I'm glad to see that that um, that charisma is finally being utilized more. I, I those promos are yeah. really cool. Yeah. Them walking they're through the, the you know through a dark area of the of the, of the arena yeah. and kind of talking crap. I think it's great. Like, yeah. I thought it was the one they did on SmackDown this week was awesome. It, yeah. it was rad. Um, also, since we kind of skipped, well, we didn't mention this part. Yeah. Big Show turning again. Yeah. What's that all about? <laughs> did him and Dana Brooke have a, like, have a conversation? <laughs> he got jealous watching Rob. He was like, she's coming for my record. Not on Not my watch. Much. But that punch was kind of scary. It even, was. Even the way it was staged, it was still scary because Cesaro just went out. I had to watch it like – I had to watch it a few times because I was like, man, I kept like putting that 30-second button yeah. on, the, on my remote because I was like, oh, that was intense. It, it was, was done just, really well. Because, whoa. It was just so close. It was Such close. close contact. scary. Like, Cesaro just like, went – like imagine getting punched at that close by that that be, that close of contact by such a large man. I couldn't imagine. It. No, you oh. should, your teeth would just fall out of your face. Even oh. if he's trying to pull the punch a little bit, yeah. you know he's gonna make contact. That's what I saw. You could see him making yeah. contact. He's scared. making contact, and that does not sound fun at all. <laughs> yeah. I know Cesaro's tough and all, but I bet afterwards he was like, oh. you know what else I was thinking during that? What's that? Is it looks like his teeth still haven't fully recovered, huh? Yeah, maybe they haven't. That was a long time ago. It was, now it was I Tooth, like, toothless aggression. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I really wish I could like ask him like what what process he's had to go through since then because I guarantee it's been a painful process. Oh, I'm sure that I could see that guy's a tough son of a bitch, dude. Because yeah, like, is. man, like I look at that, and I was thinking like, man, he's probably had to do that for a year, like mm-hmm. a straight year. Like I know someone who got. Dentures and oh. it is a process, you yeah. know. Like, and it's not even they weren't supposed to get they're not getting dentures, they got like, um, they had to get like the dentures first in order to get the new teeth yeah. put in yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a whole process. Um, so I couldn't imagine yeah. like going through that and still wrestling for the past year. I and mean, man, well, and, whole, and taking punches like that to the face from Big yeah, Show. That's the thing, right? <laughs> uh, all right, well, AJ Styles came out, did a whole promo. They said, It's time, AJ. Right, that's a new thing. He comes out. He talks about how he hasn't had the title in 14 days and what it's been like to be like without the title and Daniel Bryan making these changes and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then talking about how he wants to be champion again. Did you like this whole promo? I wouldn't say I didn't <laughs> like it. Okay. Did but I wouldn't accomplish? say like I don't really like – I don't think it necessarily – I don't think it was bad. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was like – I got it. Yeah. I got it. You know, like AJ Styles is mad he's not champion. Yeah. I get it. You know, like it was – it needed to be done. It would have been silly right, it had, it, had it not been yeah. done. The sales were done. Yeah. The sa- for, the, for, the, for the video game, you were right. You were a thousand percent right, brother. I called that one, you did. dude. You totally did. That one was one where I was like, mm, even me, I was impressed with that one. That, that one was like <laughs> on the money, right? When like it was like all the packs have come out, everything's yeah. done with 2K, boom. Yeah. No more title for AJ Styles. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, you know, I, one few things I did like. Yeah, I like the new Titan Tron also for AJ. Okay, he had like a slightly different mm-hmm. of one. Um, I like the new color scheme. He had like a oh, neon yeah, yeah, yeah. green kind of a color scheme yes. going on now. He switched it up. Also a video game thing. Yeah, like yeah. he had to make sure he matched the cover. Now now that the game's out done. He can like switch things up a little bit. It's always interesting to me that that whole like they can't switch their look up because of like toys and games yeah. and like. They have to ask for permission, and it's only allowed to be done like at a certain time so that things can be planned for going forward and all, right. all, all that kind of weird stuff. Like Baron Corbin, where he said he'd wanted to cut his hair for for like a year or yeah, for like yeah, months, yeah. but they wouldn't let him, like because it was like it wouldn't have matched with all the cups and the merchandise mm-hmm. and all of that. So I, I always think that's interesting, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, no, I enjoyed it. It wasn't like it was bad or no, anything no, no, like no. that. I just, you know, yeah. I don't think it was like. Um, Promo of the year or anything like that. I don't did, think it was like you know blew me away. Or did you like, like his that. shot at Smack at Raw where he said uh, they've already done this? Having a champion doesn't show up to defend the title. Blah, blah. A little bit of a shot at Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Okay. I just like I think out of all of it, I just think there was nothing that like there wasn't like anything memorable right. about it. I you agree, know, I agree with that. It was it was a necessary <laughs> part of 
the feud to, to push it forward. He'll start to recede. I really think he'll start to go back down to the mid-card section, think? and then Miz slides up into that slot. That's what I think is going to happen. I, think, I just think it's just Miz's time. I, mean, I don't think he'll, a long time. I don't see him receding <laughs> at all in that regard. Okay. I see him staying in the top of the card until WrestleMania. Okay. And then the Superstar Shakeup finally goes oh, to Raw. Oh, okay. We haven't had AJ Styles on Raw. That's a good point. He's always been SmackDown guy. God, that was So funny. that I feel like it, if it were me, yeah. you switch. You switch. Mm, ooh. You switch Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. What? Yeah. Seth. Seth Rollins, let Seth him. Seth and Miz would be a great match. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Seth would be good with a lot of those right. guys. Right. Seth and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that's an old school you know, stuff. You yeah. know, like, I, I think I think that he has a better chance of being the top dog again mm-hmm. on SmackDown. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because all those big dudes there with Strowman and Lesnar and what, and McIntyre's getting that push. You know, so Lashley yeah, and Lashley. all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, that, that's my that, – that's what I would do. Okay. You know, is AJ comes to Raw and we haven't had AJ on yeah. Raw. If anything, they kind of need AJ on Raw yeah. right now. AJ's been able to help SmackDown as the face of SmackDown for so long yeah. that without Roman, they, they are kind of – Devoid of a face other than Rollins. Rollins and Balor. Yeah. It's possible Balor. You don't think Balor has potential to possibly be that guy? I think Balor's done. Unless he has a Becky Lynch type of renaissance, I think Balor is done, man. He is the one they attacked (sighs) recently, that trio. Braun Strowman and Finn are like the two ones they attacked. Yeah. It could be that Finn's going to have to come out and just pull it out of him and become the the, The demon. The man who can do extraordinary things or whatever they call him. He's been on the demon all the time. (laughs) <laughs> this is a demon all the time. That's certainly possible. Perma demon. Perma demon is walking around with the face paint all the time. Did you see showering and the face paint doesn't come off? That's perfect. <laughs> Did you see Daniel Bryan's tweet about uh, about no. the line that you mentioned? The SmackDown. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you say? Um, so, like you said, uh, AJ said Daniel Bryan isn't here. Maybe someone's been watching Raw and see how they do things over there, or and seeing how they do things over there. And Daniel Bryan quote tweeted it and said. The old Daniel Bryan wrestled 227 matches in a calendar year, much more than AJ has ever done in his career. Oof. Shortly thereafter, he needed neck surgery. The new Daniel Bryan is above that sort of masochism. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did like. Wow. If they're going to go that direction where he's like... I, I, I like them going that direction yeah. Daniel Bryan's yeah. character. I, I'm... I've got no, I, you know, I, I'm moving on from the my anger over his turn. It is what it is, and I'm 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 trying to enjoy it now. And I yeah. do like if that if they're going to give him more of a, almost like a Bob Backlund edge. Yeah, like, yeah. that'd be like, funny. You know? Oh my god, that'd be funny. Yeah, put him in a bow tie. <laughs> Those were the days. Uh, all right. Well, he, this other thing happened here, which I really enjoyed. Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. I thoroughly enjoyed this idea because I was like, when is, oh, why is this happening? What's this all about? Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, genius to have Nakamura just destroy him before the bell even rings yeah. and then walks away with the full intention that he was never going to wrestle him that night. What a great, like, yes, I know these things are scheduled, talked out, blah, blah, blah. But it's a, it looks that it has the appearance of great mental mind games oh, yeah. uh, on an opponent who's coming for your belt. And that was... Great. I love that. I saw someone I follow on Twitter. Um, I believe it was Emily Pratt, who mm-hmm. works at Uproxx. And she she pointed out something about Nakamura being like a human cat. Yeah. And you know what? It fits so perfectly that I I used to always look at him as like wrestler Michael Jackson. But he hasn't been that in WWE. Yeah, yeah. He's been much more like human cat. Mm-hmm. Methodical. Has funny faces, but like you know, licks like, himself, licks himself, yeah. um, can pounce when yeah. need be. Pounce, definitely. You don't want the claws to come out. Nope. Uh, you know, so yeah, I, 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 it's helped me get a better grasp of his character, mm-hmm. and so uh, yeah, I really like this too. I enjoyed it. I like mm-hmm. uh, you know. You know, there should be more people being given stuff to do. Yeah. And Rusev and Nakamura are two of those guys. Yeah. So, and yeah, this I'm, I'm be behind a fun it. rivalry. T- totally. Right? Totally. This yeah, should, absolutely. Should have some really good matches here because he's a big dude, uh, Rusev. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. So, Nakamura has a strong style. So, I think Nakamura, he, he, he doesn't have to necessarily hold back as much as he would with other wrestlers. So, he can really bring it down with Rusev. And we'll see how that uh, uh, comes about when they're having their matches. I think they'll play off each other well. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've wrestled each other before. I don't know. If okay. I think. They have. Okay. I'm not. I'm pretty sure they have. But still, 
I I could have sworn that when I did watch one of their matches, I enjoyed it. Like, yeah. like so I I am I am also. Well, they, they did the Crown Jewel kickoff. They did the match at the Crown Jewel. That kickoff. was it. Yeah, I yeah, knew yeah. they wrestled and they recently. Had good, they had a good. And I remember chemistry. thinking like they had good chemistry. Yep. So, and I think even prior to that, I've seen them wrestle before too. So yeah, I, I yeah I mm-hmm. I'm. Cool, super cool with these two having a program together. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes down. I like the way it started. And and just and, uh, no Aiden English. I was gonna say, what do you, Aiden English? What did I say? He was gonna be uh, he was gonna be down in the Indies before the year was over. And it, oh. it's like that's what I was saying. Like as soon as this storyline played out with him and Lana and all this, AJ was gonna be done because there's nothing left for him to do. You mean Aiden? I'm sorry, Aiden English. There was yeah. nothing left for him to do after this. There really isn't. Uh, unless you're going to turn Lana heel and let, uh, have him go with, or like I suggested, you had him introing the other the Latino guys uh, uh, as the tag team. What if it's the same thing with Nakamura though, with that music and stuff, and he's rapping along oh to that stupid mu- to, that, to that rap and the music? That's possible. But if they didn't do it with the Latino guys uh, with Almasa, why would why would they do it here with Nakamura? So yeah. to me, to, to me, it just doesn't. I don't. I, I, I think they there's get, no place for him. I wonder what they could do with him. I don't. I don't see them wanting to release him. Well, they got rid he's of uh, related to. Yeah, but he's also got. He's part of the Guerrero family. As much as that's confusing oh. when you see how white he is, but yeah. he's like part of the Guerrero family, and uh-huh. I feel like not to discredit his work in the that's slightest bit, but okay. it's not like they don't. It's not like you know. They, mm-hmm. I, I you know they they. I don't think they want to like. He's, he's, saying, he's married to Eddie's daughter. Right. You know, like I. I don't know. I feel like they would find a place for him in the company before they'd want to release him. That's like fair. I feel like they'd find something else for him. And I, and I think that he could be used elsewhere yep. if need be. Like he would be in, an interesting mm-hmm. backstage interviewer sure, or, sure, sure. or something along those lines. I, I like his wrestling too. So don't get me wrong, people. Right. I'm not. This is Roca who's saying he's going to be in the Indies by the end of the year. But I'm just saying that, like, yes, I do think that his current iteration yeah. of this character has run its course. Yeah. I do think he needs something else, either an, a retooling character. Or a different position, you know, as yeah. a manager, or you bring your managers back, you know. Yeah, um, that's possible. You know, or just uh, you know, he cut. He's not. He's not bad. No, I just don't like the singing thing anymore. Yeah, yeah, just, the, I'm over it. The, the Hamilton I, thing. I'm right, over right. it. And here's the deal. I'm not saying he's a bad wrestler. Or doesn't deserve to be, deserve to be in the company. Just keep I'm it real. The character. Yeah, I'm keeping the character. We see this all the time. Characters pop up, have a couple of two or three years of run, and then they're gone. Last year, uh, last uh, yesterday, we brought up Damian Sandow. Sandow had a great run. People loved him, and then eventually just kind of run its course for whatever reasons, and then he was gone. Yeah. It happens all the time. And so I wouldn't be surprised if that happens to English, because English hasn't really caught on on his own enough to stay in the conversation in the company. So I wonder how it's going to all play out with him, but it just feels like he'll be gone by the end of the year, or they'll, they'll run out of what to do with him. He was also one of the OG NXT people too, so mm-hmm. that also I think factors in too. Mm-hmm. They, they, they. I mean, like I feel like you know he's yeah. an OG NXT guy. He's married to a Guerrero. I feel like he's yeah, a little more fine. not and not to discredit his work. I don't want to make it like, but I just feel like because of those factors. Right. They would look for other places because he seems – from what I've heard, everyone really likes him. Well, He's a nice say, guy. You know, all yeah, that kind of stuff. and you can say because of those factors and in addition to his abilities in the ring. Uh, so totally. It's the, it's the whole pack. Yes. Right? And I respect that. Yeah. And that's understandable. I, uh, but the, uh, the one thing I want to throw out, uh, if we can move off of that just a little bit, is how excited would you be if it was a Sien Almas Nakamura Rusev triple threat? Ooh, that's sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I want Almas to kind of find his way into this rivalry – because he's had issues with Rusev, uh, I don't, and I think Nakamura helped him with some stuff. But a title is a title. I'm into that. And if Zelina kind of encourages him to kind of get involved in the situation, that triple threat match could steal any pay per view. Dude, I'm I'm all in yeah? on that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I that's a great suggestion. Yeah. I think it'd be a great idea. I mean, Almas needs something to do. He needs something to do. And this does feel like the hey, we need to do something with these guys feud. Yeah. So might as well throw the third one in there. Why not? It, it takes care of the problem, and and you can. Spin off separate matches between these guys yep. in certain ways. Hundred yeah. percent or six man tags. It's fun way. There's a fun way to play. Or it. even throw in. There's got to be a fourth guy you can throw in to make it a full party. You know. Yeah. I'm sure there's one more guy that's floundering around that on SmackDown. Yeah, I'm trying to think off the top mm. of my head. Mm. I'm sure there's someone else. Yeah. There's a bunch. Well, 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 yeah. Well, we could have picked him out uh, from the celebration for Jeff Hardy. His 20 years in the WWE. <laughs> Quote-unquote 20-year yeah. celebration. Yeah. So, so confused by that math because he's like left and come back. Yeah. And yeah. I think he debuted in 96. 
six. So okay. yeah, it's confusing math. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let uh, Ryan take this because Ryan is a massive Jeff Hardy fan. I like the Hardys, but I'm not a massive Jeff Hardy fan. Ryan is. What did you think of the celebration? Did you like this? Do you think it was worth it? Why do they do something like this? I thought it was like I said. I thought it was a little weird because yeah. it was a little out of the blue. Like nobody was saying it was his 20 year anniversary. Yeah, no counting like, it down on the calendar. Yeah, it it was very out of left field. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, like you just mentioned, I am a big Jeff Hardy fan. So while I was watching those that yeah. vignette, I was thinking to myself, like, man. I love Jeff Hardy. Like, this guy was the man when I was growing up. Like, I, was like, mm-hmm. I just did the thing that the whole time watching, I was like, yeah, this is all, this is why I love Jeff Hardy. Like, <laughs> Jeff Hardy was the man back in the day. So yeah, I, I, uh, I did enjoy that part of it because mm-hmm. I'm a huge mark for Jeff Hardy. Right. Um, and it was fun seeing all those old clips and stuff. Uh, but I just I did think the whole celebration aspect was a little like yeah it, just, it was just out of the blue. But that being said, like you know, and they brought Michael Cole in. But that you know, but at the end of the day, wasn't that you know like yeah. you know I, I, random? Yes, fun trip down memory lane. Also yes, yes. Weird that there was like a bunch of those like printed out pictures of him. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Like weird the whole roster was out there. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> but like at the end of the day, like. Weird, hokey, funny, the goofy stuff happens in wrestling all the time. So I was with it, and I did think that it was a good vehicle to make Samoa Joe look like the biggest piece of shit. Like when he came out there and he was throwing Jeff Hardy under the bus for uh, you know for his addiction issues. I was like, oh man, because I you know I tweeted a video from the Edge and Christian show, which I meant to mention during the Raw recap. If you didn't watch the Edge and Christian show, I implore you to go watch it. This is not an advertisement. It was hilarious, the first episode. I didn't watch last okay. season. I, well, I, I watched a few segments here and there last season that people were talking about. This was totally different, in my opinion. Wow. This was, like, so funny. I was cracking up the whole episode. And there was one segment. I don't know if you watched the video I tweeted. Yeah. But you did watch yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I love Edging Christian. Yeah. And it's it's a video of um, Samoa Joe dressed as a, as a girl. He, pull, he pulls up to a girl. He pulls up to where a Girl Scout is selling her cookies, yeah. and he's listening to his own theme song as he pulls up, and then he turns it around, and he's like, hey, Vicky, like, come here and put a cookie in my mouth, you know, and then like she comes over and he puts the cookie in the mouth, and he's basically like, it's very similar to like, the Wayne Brady thing from, yeah. from Dave yeah. Chappelle yeah. back in the day, but Samoa Joe, and instead of pimping and selling Girl Scout cookies, specifically Samoa's, yeah. It's so funny. I was I watched that clip because it got retweeted. Like my the, the clip poster got retweeted so much. Yeah, so I can't help but sometimes I'll rewatch it again because I'm clicking on someone's quote tweet or something. I, I laughed every time. It yeah. made me laugh every single time. And so I was like laughing at Samoa Joe being a Girl Scout all day. And then you go to this where he's just like calling Jeff Hardy uh, a drug addict yeah. or an alcoholic or whatever, and you're like. Damn, Joe, why do you always gotta go there, man? Like, damn. But, but like I said, it's one of those things where Joe's just on another level. He's so yeah. good at promos right now yeah. that I loved it. Real, I, I like when there's a bit of realism. Obviously, uh, sure, sure, you know, sure. he's not. They're all talked. They're all, the all uh, yeah, yeah. It's not like he's spraying that on Jeff yeah, Hardy or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I thought. Simone, it was effective because it brought you on this high mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, I love Jeff Hardy. And then Samoa yeah. Joe comes out and he's basically like, hey, remember that pay-per-view when Jeff Hardy showed up drunk? He let you all down, you know? And he didn't mention that pay-per-view, but he mentioned how Jeff Hardy has let you guys down so many times. Yep. And I was just like, ooh, that's real. Yeah. <laughs> a little so, uncomfortable. A little uncomfortable, but I like that in wrestling a little bit. So, yeah, I liked it. I like Joe's tweet where he, uh, that he retweeted of himself throwing that brick and hitting that kid in the back of the head with a brick who's got the construction head on. He goes, I've been running these streets for a long time. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, damn, what is happening here? <laughs> I so, don't know if you saw the other <laughs> clip from that same episode, but it's right after. And the guy goes, <laughs> the guy goes oh, I'll take three boxes or something like that. And he goes, he goes uh, oh, okay. Like, and, he goes, and he hands him Samoa's. And he goes, oh. No, no, no. I'm looking for those peanut butter ones. Samoa's are shit. Oh. And Samoa Joe looks at him and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, my bad, dude. Sorry. You know, come here. Let me, let me show you where I, where I take the – where I put the tag-alongs or whatever he calls them. And he like – he's like, like patting him on the back and he leads him over to the driver's, the driver's seat uh, of, the, of the car. And he opens the door and then he shoves the guy's head in the door. And he just starts <laughs> slamming the guy's head with the door repeatedly to murder him because he didn't like the Samoa's. Yeah. And he just like – Walks away. <laughs> so I was dying. I was. It's so good. There's also 
Bray Wyatt as a midwife in the episode. Oh, my God. Oh, he's so good. I met uh, Joe years ago at a Comic-Con party. That guy is scary as fuck in person. I can imagine. Scary. I just I was telling him how much I enjoyed like because he was coming on at ECW. He had been at ECW or whatever, and he'd done this kind of stuff. Uh, Smojo. Oh no, uh, what was you mean, it? Impact. Impact. Yeah, yeah, Impact. And I and I just told him how much I enjoyed his work. And he's just like staring at me. And I was like, I just want to like you know really like which how you're changing wrestling and this indie vibe to how you're changing wrestling. He was like, Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. And he's just like staring away, and I was like, "Wow, man. Okay, all right. I'm gonna move away here because you're scaring the shit out of me." So I'm like, "Yeah, he's an intimidating guy." Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be intimidated now, though. But back then, I was. Kofi Kingston. What's that? Probably That's scary. I don't want him to kill me. I can't. Kofi Kingston took on the Miz here. People talking about how this match had never happened before. They'd never kind of really. Played, or it had been a while since they'd faced each okay, other. Okay, I was like say, that. it has to have happened at some point. Yeah, there was stuff in the back about being a Mariner for that. That Marine was so six, funny. A Movie, so we see him slowly Wait. moving into being the face. <laughs> Can we talk about how funny that was when when they were like the mariner when he was like the mariners they exist and they were all yeah. making fun of him and then at the end Big E started dropping all those marine facts yeah. <laughs> and they were like we knew you were a closet mariner and and Big E just stood there with that like wide eyed guilty look on his face and then he just backed out of frame that. Was so funny. Yeah. I was dying. I like they're making fun of their own movie yes, fans. Like, <laughs> it's the Marine Six. I mean, if you're not making fun of it, totally. I, I do like that. At least Graves tried to make up for it later. Yeah, like yeah. on commentary, and was like, "I'm a Mariner. Everybody <laughs> should a be a Mariner. It's the best movie. Sell, 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 sell." I was like, "That's good. You say yeah. made, made up for it a little bit." But yeah, no, I, I loved it. That the that whole thing. Um, yeah, I, this was a good match. I didn't get the whole face vibe that everyone keeps. Pushing along with Miz, but I'm sure it's going to happen. Of it's, course. It seems like we're on that. He that. made himself the butt of the joke. Yeah, I guess. That's the face turn. He's slowly becoming the butt of the joke. Everyone is getting one over on him. So eventually he uh, radiates that underdog status. So people are going to now support him. So when he comes, uh, when he when he wins or, or, or surprises or shocks or whatever, people are going to cheer it. And so then he'll be full face. kind of like me, myself, and Irene, but he turns nice instead of mean. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so By the way, one of my closet favorite Jim Carrey movies. Love that movie. It I, does not get enough love. It does. See, I don't have bad movie taste. I know. Who said you did? <laughs> well, Christian was over there like, oh. I, I was like, you only know of one movie I don't like, Inception, yeah, 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 which yeah. got a lot of reaction from all of you yeah. on social media once I posted that video. I love that idiot who said you should stick to fake sports. <laughs> Me and my 25 followers think you're going to stick to fake sports. <laughs> Shut the hell up. You're watching him. He's not watching you. You're watching him. I Who's also, a successful one here? I also worked in entertainment for like a decade before yeah. I started my own wrestling site. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it always makes me laugh though. But yeah, I know Christian was not happy about the my Inception <laughs> take. And that was like, hey, man. He, was, he told me the movie. Everyone goes, the movie, the, the, the main response was the movie doesn't have – uh, an ambiguous ending, and I'm like, no, it totally that's does. That's literally the point of the end of the movie. If you don't think it had an ambiguous ending, then you didn't understand the movie. Who's telling you that? Christian an- said that. that it totally does have an ambiguous ending. It's I, your said, it does decision. have an ambiguous ending, and I said it goes black, and then you hear the talisman possibly fall on the table, but you don't see it. So who knows what the truth is? And I said. <laughs> He was texting me this morning after he saw the clip and was telling me I was wrong. And then he was texting me about how it's not ambiguous. And then was and and I sent him an article where Christopher Nolan says that he made the end of the movie ambiguous on purpose. And I was like, well, you're wrong because it it was. And he was like, well, you can't say I'm wrong. And I'm like, yeah, no, I (laughs) can't. You just said you he was he was wrong for not liking the movie. But yes, myself and Irene. Yeah. Oh my God. Such a good movie. He when he's flipping out in the grocery store for the first time. That's the best. Put a little extra cheese on the taco. God, that makes me laugh every time he says it. Yeah. Every time. When he finally snaps, it's one of the best. It's one of my favorite scenes in movies. Like it's so funny. Just because you're just like you can live through him. You're like, God, you wish you could just snap on everyone and just like yeah. let, let it go. And you're like, God, I wish I could do that, you know? We got a full-on fallopian fungus here. 
I, like all of it is hilarious. And then when he drives the car into the barber shop, parked it for you, and throws the keys at him. Like all of that is great. It's very funny, old school Jim Carrey. And, yeah. And when he flips through the movie, and then when he wakes up as himself, like realizing that the stuff he's done, like why he's am I peeing? Like I just had sex. Yeah. You know that whole thing. Yeah, the, when he is having the piss attack and the shower curtain, he's trying to cover it. That is just genius oh, on so many levels. And I hate that people don't give that movie See, enough not props. That kind of piss humor I like. See, that's that a good, works good with piss humor. It, it works within the scope of the movie. I'm glad there are some piss there jokes is. you find funny. When it's done with taste. No. <laughs> <laughs> taste. Uh, anyway, all right, let's move on because we've got the red lights. So we got to finish this thing off. Randy Orton uh, uh, came out, talked about his attack on Rey Mysterio. Randy, he, I know we weren't happy with this initially weeks ago or months ago, but it seems to be turning into a good thing yeah. for him. We've given him, t- they've given him the time to, to, to sculpt it. Ray is a great is great fodder for him in this in this situation, like Hardy was. And uh, once again, Ray comes out. You know, of course, uh, Randy comes out rather with the mask and all that kind of jazz. But then Ray comes out. Hey, with the brace, they have the back and forth, and then you think he's going to get the best of him, but then Orton does get the best of, of Ray and then puts him through that chair again with the neck and everything. Just really great stuff overall between these guys. Thought the same thing. It was a classic wrestling storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I can't hate on it. Like, mm-hmm. like, like you said, I mentioned at the top of the show, yeah. I said like even people I wouldn't normally yeah. necessarily feel like I was into, yeah. this, this is what I was talking about. Certainly. Yeah. I, the promo was good. Yeah, the promo was good. The backstage and the in-ring, you know, I um, effective heel work. Like, you can't yeah. say it wasn't effective heel work. Like, it was – yeah, I liked it. I, I liked it. Yeah. I liked the Randy Orton segment, yes. Do you like where this is going to go between them? I you, think I do. I'm looking forward to this match. I think that, you know – Once it's a knockdown drag out, no DQ match, it's going to be fun. Because it's like a, a, a take on my favorite Randy Orton, which was Legend Killer. Mm, yeah. I like this little wrinkle in Randy Orton, mm-hmm. even if it's like – I don't want to watch necessarily every Randy Orton match or something. The prospect of a Randy Orton match might necessarily might not necessarily excite me, mm-hmm. but he's doing effective character work. Like yeah. there are some people who I can I, I have should I, I can't find a fault in him. His yeah. work in the ring is solid. He's doing effective character work. They're 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 even giving his character a long term story arc type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I can't complain about it. And, and 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 I was watching this thinking, like, man, I love Rey Mysterio. Yeah, Rey's great. I just, like, man, you, you can't not get behind Rey yeah. Mysterio. Like, yeah. I'm just like, man, like, he's such a good f- baby face. And you're just like, like, like I was skimming through the, the Young Bucks book that they put mm-hmm. out there. It's like mm-hmm. a children's book. And, and f- basically the premise of the book is um, it's – like the, the the characters want them as children and they want to be wrestlers, but they kind of realize they're too small to be wrestlers. Right. We will say you're too small at school, and then they see this other wrestler who's small, and it inspires them to uh, realize that they don't need to be right. giants, and mm-hmm. then they become the young bucks, right? Yeah, um, so, something along those lines. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I spoiled the children's. Book oh my for god! You, but but it, but it was entertaining. I liked it. Yeah, and I was really thinking. I was watching. I go, man, like Ramsey really has influenced. A oh. whole generation of people. Absolutely. You know, and and I just was watching and thinking, like, man, he's so good. Mm-hmm. He's so good. And I don't know if you saw the story put on the site this week, but he also said that uh, he was on Lillian Garcia's show this week, and they asked him, oh, like, cool. what his goal in WWE is in coming back. Right. And he was like, you know, I've really done it. I've done everything. I've done everything I have always wanted to do in wrestling and right. WWE. Really, the only goal is I want to wrestle my son. I want re- wrestle oh, beside my son. Wow. And his son has been training yeah. for two years now. Yeah. Uh, just finished a stint or was about to finish a stint at the Landstorm Training Academy. Um, and then he said that after that, he's going to go to either Mexico to train wow. to learn Lucha Libre or to Booker T's school mm-hmm. in Houston to train for a little while. So he's been trying to get um, different styles uh, along the way so yeah. he can kind of get in different influences, which I think is brilliant. Yep. Um, I think that's almost why – that's kind of why the PC is trying to form these – relationships everywhere so they can send people abroad to other yeah. indies and kind of help get more experience and learn different styles and, and, and things like that. So um, I like the idea of that being a thing eventually. Like, yeah. of, And he said his son probably won't wear the mask, though. Oh. Said he probably won't. Up. Said yeah. it's like, he was like, hey, it was, it, was, it, was like, it was a different time. When right. He was like, he made it sound like his son has an idea of how he can incorporate it yeah. without having to wear a mask all the time. Okay. 
well, I look forward to that. Yeah, me too. The Mysterios. Uh, all right, so one last uh, segment, and that is the Battle Royal that we talked about a little bit already at the beginning of the show. Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mandy Royce, Sonya Deville, Zelina Vegas, Asuka, Naomi, Lana, and Carmella all in a Battle Royal here to see who's going to be the third person. This went back and forth for a little bit. There were some clumsy spots, as is to be expected. Any Battle Royal. Yeah, they're going to have them. But uh, in the end, what you saw here, which I really enjoyed, is Mandy Rose really kind of having some good moments throughout the, throughout the match. Naomi had her things as well, uh, and uh, and Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville getting to be the last person standing there against Asuka. As a watcher of professional wrestling, they do they usually do not leave the person who's going to lose in the ring uh, there uh, without wanting to in some way promote her or push her or whatever. So Sonya should feel very proud about that situation. She even tweeted she Instagrammed about it and said, "Don't tell me I'm not ready." With a shot of both of them kicking each other, which I thought was really great. Her and Oscar, and that tells you something. Like you know, they they see what they have here. There's time to push them. The fans seem to be uh, uh, enjoying watching it. So I think it's a positive overall. Oscar ends up taking. This thing was. It would have been a surprise if anybody else had taken this thing. To be honest, it would have been frustrating yes. as well. Um, and yeah, I agree. With you. I think they did a really good job of kind of uh, making Mandy and Sonya more of a threat. Yep. Uh, I think they did a, the right thing by putting Oscar in that match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that uh, you mentioned you you kind of you mentioned it, mm-hmm. but. Naomi killed it here too. Yeah, Naomi had some awesome Naomi spots in this match. That thing on the apron, oh my god, where she like flipped back or whatever, then landed in the in the splits. Yeah, I felt like I pulled a groin muscle just watching it. Like that's how painful it was. I was like, yeah. ah, like I literally was watching, like, Ugh, you know, and, and and even some of those like butt bumps and stuff like yeah. that were funny. I loved Oscar doing her hip attack uh, to the Iconics yes. to knock them both out. It yeah. just looked cool. Even the way she kind of like. Knocked. I forget which one it was. I want to say it was Peyton. The way she knocked Peyton out of the ring was really cool. Like it yeah. looked cool. Uh, so for battle royal, especially like a, an eight minute or seven minute battle royal, yeah. I thought they had some a lot of entertaining stuff that was yeah. in there. I, I enjoyed it a lot. And honestly, TLC without you know since we don't know what's going on with Braun Strowman mm-hmm. and stuff, um, this I, I feel like this is a good this is this is a pretty big selling point of the yeah, show now. You absolutely. know, absolutely, yeah, uh, more so uh, to me. More so than any other match that's been announced for TLC. This is the one. That Have I'm any most others excited. been announced? I'm trying to. I was trying to think as I was. <laughs> I was saying that since I was like, oh, "That's a good question." I don't. I don't think they have. Besides that Braun one, I think the Braun one. Oh no 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 no! They announced Dean versus Seth. Oh yeah, that that's makes sense. the other one they announced. Okay, all right. I don't think they've announced anything else for the United States this title or for Dan- well. Eighteen hours ago, Daniel Bryan versus AJ. I was going to say maybe Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Okay, yeah. Seth and Ambrose. Rhonda and Nia. Oh, yeah, duh. Becky, Charlotte, and Asuka. Okay, yeah. And Strowman versus Corbin. But we don't know about but that But we don't one. know about that I one. forgot about Nia versus Rhonda, too. Okay. And possibly the Bar versus the Uso seems like that was set up here. And maybe this, AOP, AOP versus Bobby Roode and James Gable. This does seem better. Yeah, this is the most exciting match on the card by far. Oh, yeah. The triple threat match. Yeah. I mean I, I mean, I love Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Right, right, right. Don't get me wrong there. Um, that'll, be a, that'll be a good match. It'll be a good this, match. This has... That element of unpredictability. Agreed. Agreed. That's Absolutely. what's going to make it exciting. Yeah. Ah, this me- What's your feeling? Do you think this goes on after Ronda versus Nia, though? <laughs> Fucking probably. <laughs> no, you. Wait, you think because wait, you think Ronda versus Nia goes last? Probably or oh, last no. for the women. No, I think it'll be oh, whoever. That's gets, what I mean. I meant yeah. not last, not oh, main event. Last for the women. The, yes. the, like it'll yeah. be Nia. And, it'll go on yeah. after yeah. the TLC. Yeah. Nia versus Ronda. The, right. That boring ass matches that will go on. After. <laughs> A waste of time watching that match, but the triple threat match is going to be fantastic. Yeah, no, I'm really, really excited for it. I'm that that should be dope. It just makes sense to me that Oscar will take it. It just makes, it, it clears the path. For yeah, me. after we talked about it yeah. earlier with the wheels turning, yeah. it does make sense for Oscar to right. win it here, especially because they need to make they they need to clear things a little so that they can figure out what they want to do exactly. Yeah, with Becky. Exactly, and exactly. I do think her having the title does make it harder to do something right big with her at WrestleMania. Right. right. And, and they want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell. I got to get a the man shirt, I guess. I guess that's the next thing I got to buy. Is it weird to wear that shirt? I, I was I thought about buying it during that sale oh, myself, yeah. and I was like, is it weird if I wear that shirt? No, because you're doing it in honor of Becky. Okay. All right. I don't know. It's better than that Trish Stratus shirt you, you posted. <laughs> Did you see my girlfriend's response? 
I saw Aaron's response. That uh, spit or swallow one? Woo, yikes. My girlfriend's was way better. No, what she say? She, I, I tweeted a picture of an old Trish Stratus Woo. shirt this morning because yeah. I saw Trish Stratus posted like a list of like the weirdest merch she's ever had or something like that. Oh, is that was inspired by That's where it by came that? from. Oh, wow. Well, she posted like a, like a list of all the weirdest merch that she's ever had. Yeah. And, and that was like number one. It was a shirt that said, uh, blow me on the front. And then the back said, into the stratisfaction yeah. or stratosphere. stratosphere. Sorry, yeah, into yeah. the stratosphere. And I was like, whoa, that's a crazy shirt. And I tweeted it and said, like, imagine wearing this literally anywhere. And my girlfriend responded and she said, this is coming from the guy who wore a shirt to the grocery store this weekend that said slap nuts. Oh! And I was like, hmm. Yep. That's a good point. Honey, I take the hit on that. That's what I said. Because <laughs> when we were walking out, she said, God, I hate that shirt. And I was like, and she never says it about my wrestling shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? Okay, I can see that. You know, like I didn't really think about it. I just didn't fit. I was clean. I put it on. I walked out. Yeah. And I didn't even think about it. And then when she said that this weekend, I found I, I replied to her. Which said that today, I replied to her and I said, "Okay, fine. You win. Yeah. I won't wear the shirt out anymore." <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys have any shirts you want to tweet at us, tweet at us some like uncomfortable shirts that the WWE sold in the past. That's a fun thing to do. Tweet at us there. You can do it at Pro Wrestling Sheep. Anyway, the Sakara one is the only good. That, that's number the one. Cicara, no, okay. Have you ever seen the Sakara penis one? No. I'll show you when we okay, well, I'll show you. It's, it's not going to make you never talk to me again. It's okay, not like that ahead. other guy. Go ahead. I don't want that. Uh, uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. That's the, This is the Collider Bodies of SmackDown Live recap. Really appreciate all the tweets and all the comments, all the back and forth. People, someone tweeted me this morning. Go, where's your recap? Where's it going? It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I was uh, so proud of you on that one. Yeah. I you, they're know. like, what did you think of SmackDown? And you were like, wait for the recap. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I figured out how this thing works three years in, finally. So, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Ryan, tell them where they can follow and, and, and follow us and do the things. That Pro Wrestling Sheet.com, at Wrestling Sheet on all social media. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where all our videos go. That's where you can see these recaps. That's where you can see Wrestling Sheet Radio every week. And our podcast feed, it's on, it's on Podcast One. It's Wrestling yeah. Sheet Radio. Right now, it's, uh, it's the recaps and Wrestling Sheet Radio. Unfortunately, Best of the Rest is not going to be happening anymore um and and top five i lagged the past couple no. weeks on right. uh the holidays got to me and i was just busy with a million things here um but it should be back soon there to help me out they're going to record a bunch of batches so i can oh. strategically uh publish them uh, better I'm, I'm getting better at it that's and, a good thing <laughs> yeah uh so those will be back soon i apologize for those of you listening to that show we'll be back soon on that and just make sure you follow us on all social media you can follow me i'm at ryan satin as well uh there you go so you can follow me at the roca says on twitter and on instagram like he said follow everything going on and we've always got other channels here our main collider channel collider sports a lot of stuff happening we're about to record some sports book stuff for tomorrow and for the games happening this weekend on friday and uh we just did sports time did premier league one i had to handle that solo go to the collider game channel gaming channel as well a lot of stuff going on there as well so are, are you yeah. guys gonna talk about that major league baseball betting thing oh uh, we'll probably get around to yeah, yeah on monday yeah on monday yeah on the I, show I, I, I find that whole thing interesting that they're allowed to bet mm-hmm. on sports now basically pete rose what happened to pete rose that's pete what rose i'm saying that's not fair to pete rose yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, is, okay, so, is is everyone saying that across the board? Oh yeah, pretty okay. Much, yeah, because that was some bullshit. I saw that this morning. And I was I like, disagree. that's bullshit. Yeah, there it is. Heard it from the mouth of Ryan Satin. You know what else is bullshit? Apparently, Inception. All right. Well, thanks everybody for watching this I'm glad week. Glad you realized that. Go so watch, my work is done. Go watch me, myself, and Irene, and let us know what you think as well. <laughs> All right. Talk to you next week on another Collider Body Slam. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. 
an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.